We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. minutes a day 365 days a year this is the pack a day podcast and hello welcome to our pack a day podcast friday morning two more days to go until we go pack go at lambo i am shanna uh, we have Monty here, and Monty, we have a guest today because our little pal Nathan blew us off. <laughs> um, no, we love Nathan. I was so excited, and no offense to our guest today, I was so excited to talk to Nathan because I went to the Bucks game the other day, and I'm like, mm. oh, so cool. I'm going to tell Nathan about how I went to the Bucks game, <laughs> and he's not even here. He's got yeah, how, how dare he have a life outside of doing this on a, on a Wednesday afternoon? It's very rude. I don't appreciate it. <laughs> Um, because, yeah, as Monty said, we record on Wednesday afternoons for Friday morning. But we have a special guest here today. Dan is here with us who actually filled in for me when I had sinus surgery. So thank you for that. And thank you for filling in today. Of course. No problem at all. I'm actually a little bummed that Nathan's not here either because, um, you know, uh, my Celtics are off to a, a red hot start. And so I feel oh, like yeah. I need to make sure I give him the business anytime. <laughs> That I see them. I know that there's there's plenty of Bucks support all around, but Nathan seems like a really good figurehead for for all of that. So um, he's going to become my um, my lightning rod for all that <laughs> any any hate I have toward the Bucks. Hey, it's fair, hate, fair. But you know, just yeah, you know, little friendly friendly ribbing. Yeah. He's also an influencer, according to the news. So I don't know if you know that, but <laughs> kind of a big deal. Uh, but anyway, so uh, coming off a Packer loss, which I don't know how you guys felt about it. Obviously, we're going to talk about this weekend's, but I I was probably the happiest I've been with a Packer loss this season because um, I thought they looked pretty good. Yeah, I mean, there's you know, there's there's no such thing as a moral victory, whatever the cliche is, but. Um, I think that's definitely true when it comes to people actually on the team. When you're fans like us, I think you you can have those moral victories. Um, it, it pretty much seems from across the board, um, from what people have been saying, I kind of agree with this sentiment, is if there's a loss during this kind of season that you can like handle, it's this one where the offense looked good. Uh, Jordan Love looked good other than, you know, a few mistakes. But again, there's going to be those in these games. And 
if you're one of the people like me that wants them to change defensive coordinators, they lost the game because of their defense on Sunday. So <laughs> offense looked good. Defense didn't look good. So there you go. There's an offensive coordinator that's looking for a new job. Yeah, um, yeah, there is. <laughs> if you uh, RIP Ken Dorsey. You did not deserve that, Kenneth. I'm sorry that you were the scapegoat for the Bills. You did not deserve it. But I did see people commenting about that online. They were like, well, the Packers could – pick up Ken Dorsey since he's available. How would you guys feel about that? Because I, I don't put really as much blame on him as I do the rest of the coaches with the bills. I feel bad for him. So how would you guys feel about that? I, can we retroactively include him as part of the result Douglas <laughs> trade? Like, well, give us, there the picks, give us the pick, give us the pick back. We'll, and we'll trade, we'll trade, uh, Dorsey straight up for, for Razul Douglas. That seems like a win-win for everybody. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would, I'd welcome him on the staff. I mean, even if he's not necessarily the OC as, you know, as like a, a senior assistant or something like that. And there's a lot of moving pieces, right? Does, does he take that as a demotion? Like, would he take that? If you, if you bring him on as OC, then what do you do with Stenovich? Who's a really good O-line coach, but probably isn't going to be excited to get demoted back to O-line coach. So, yeah, I, if they could find a way to make it work, I think it would be perfect. It would be great because he he really also has helped Josh Allen, even though he's struggling this year, obviously. But he helped him come along in in those last couple seasons. So I'd be I'd love to see what he could do with Jordan Love. I totally agree. Some people were saying like, no, he had to go. I'm like, really? He wasn't the one coaching Josh Allen to throw to the other team. <laughs> I mean, exactly. Like, he also wasn't responsible for 12 men on the defense on a, on a, on a field. Daniel, Daniel, <laughs> 12, I'm sorry, Packer fans. We're going to get back to the Packers. It all circles back. But Daniel, 12 people. Do you have any idea? I was so happy. I believe that there was a God when the field goal was missed. I was so excited. And then all of a sudden they're like penalty. And my fiance was like, Oh babe, don't worry about it. It's on the Broncos. And it was not, <laughs> I could not believe it. But Rasul Douglas, I thought looks pretty go- good that night. He had a, pr- mm-hmm. a couple of really good tackles. So had a fumble recovery. Yeah. I'm very happy with that trade. Um, I just, I wish him luck with this fraud of a team um, <laughs> in Western New York. So I wish the best for him. Um, I know Wayne Larravee was talking about how he hopes that this was a couple weeks ago. He's like, I hope Rasul Douglas goes to the bills, gets a super bowl. And I'm like, about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Dan, how did you feel about last week's game? Are you feeling hopeful for this weekend? Um, who? That's a loaded question. Um, <laughs> loaded is loaded is like it, it depends on what, or I should say, um, hopeful is a depends a lot on your definition. Um, okay. Hopeful that they can win, probably not. Um, hopeful if if you told me that every game was going to come down and in the fourth quarter was going to be like what we saw this past week of the team playing really close against every opponent, Jordan Love and the offense looking at least in rhythm most of the time. Maybe there's mistakes here or there, but the offense looking like they know what they're doing and not um, making these self-inflicted penalties that really, I think, ended up costing them a game in that four-game losing streak. If you told me that that came down to it and you said, like, Jordan Love is going to have like a chance in the last five, 10 minutes of the game to either like salt the game away or go down and score points to win the game. And it's a toss up. Like, yeah, I'll take that 
all day long. Um, so if that, like, if if you tell me that that's what's going to happen this week, I am I'm totally okay for it. Sign me up. The thing is, like this week, I don't know if you're going to do that because I just saw this Chargers <laughs> team put up like what forty. Was it like 30, 38 points or something on the? It was, it was, yeah, I think it was thirty-eight or forty. Thirty-eight or forty. It was like it was. It was. I mean, it was. It was at least like five touchdowns. And I know that the the NFL is a week-to-week league, so you can't really play transitive property. But like this, this offense hasn't shown that they. Well, they haven't hit twenty points against anybody since week two, two. right? And they, well, and they and, played and, some of the worst defenses in the league. I just I find it hard to believe they, that they could go toe to toe with anybody. They, they, they did hit twenty against the Rams. Um, okay, but the, the I I was I'm just going to build off what you were saying. I, I completely agree that we feel good out of the Steeler game because Jordan Love was making downfield throws. You know, he <laughs> hit he hit Jaden Reed on those two awesome deep passes. One was a touchdown. Offense does look better. A.J. Dillon had his best game in a while. Uh, I think it was actually his career-long run that he had in that game. Um, But even with saying all that, yeah, I mean, they only scored 19 points. And this is a stretch now where, and this starts with the Chargers, you're playing teams that can score a lot of points. So it doesn't matter how good they looked and the fact that they were moving the ball, all that is great. But they have to start scoring more points and – you're, that has to start this week. Like I, I don't think you can beat the Chargers unless you score twenty five. Yeah, last week it was Lions forty one, Chargers thirty eight. Okay, yeah, oh. yeah. I mean, th- th- that's that's more points than they scored than the Packers have scored in like the last two games. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I so, just yeah. like like look at just Austin Eckler. Like that's for me. That's the biggest. Like he might be the best. He might be the best running back they've played so far this year in terms After of Bijan, like, I, I would say, yeah. I mean, yeah, but like then the thing is, like Bijan, like we haven't seen Bijan be like consistent enough. I, I, I agree. Yeah, like I true. think Bijan, you know, that's he's Bijan should be the next Austin Eckler. Um, but like this is Austin Eckler. Like this is what Bijan like will probably be next year. Is is what Austin Eckler is now, and you've got a quarterback in Justin Herbert who um, just like lives and thrives in this, you know, feels like a, like a backyard football kind of mentality with the way they play offense. And I just, I just haven't seen, I just haven't seen this defense stand up to anybody, anybody. And in particular, when it comes to running backs, and now you're going up against one of the best running backs in the league and a crafty head coach, um, it just to me spells, to me spells absolute doom for for Joe Barry. Please, please, I'm with I'm with you, Monty. I'm like I almost am, am praying for a worst case scenario because maybe maybe they'll be like Bills Broncos. It becomes like a shootout and we lose on the last second, and so that's what finally. Literally, finally I mean, hands Joe. If, if, if you're if you are aligned in your, you know your Packers takes as I am. So like my tenants are, I do, I do believe in Jordan love. I do like Matt LaFleur as the coach. Mm-hmm. You do, but I, but I want like, he's struggling this year, but overall I do. Cause I, I think he's a good play caller um, that, and they, he clearly seems to be a player's coach, which this is a really young team. I feel like that dynamic goes further when the team is young, that it's a player's coach. 
Um, but yeah, and I want Joe Barry gone. I think they should change defensive coordinator. So if the if the Packers, you know, average twenty five points the rest of the year, but also give up thirty and lose out, that's that would be ideal to me. <laughs> 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 it's like the the offense is really really good. They look good every game, and the defensive coordinator just proves that he shouldn't be the defensive coordinator. Offense offense looks good. There's a bunch of development with the young guys. Yeah, the defense plays. The defensive players play well enough, but it's a realization of they need something <laughs> more. And you get a high draft pick. That's yeah. that is the holy trinity of. 2023 Green Bay Packers. <laughs> okay, so that's the team. That's the team that you guys are on now. Is the draft pick team? Oh heck yeah! <laughs> yeah, I'm as long as as long as they're not losing games because of the offense, I'm on that. Team. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I don't um, disagree. I mean, I think it gives us hope for next season, seeing that they are progressively getting better. I will get with you with that. It's just the fact that cheering for losses. <laughs> so hard, you know, uh, especially when I'm watching the games and I'm putting my reports together for 97.3, the game, plug, 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 in case my bosses are listening. Um, and it stinks when they're losing and you have to do these reports. Yeah, it, it's one of those things I'm I'm talking about this now as a, a strategy and what's like the best case scenario. But yeah, as soon as the game starts. On Sunday, I'm going to be pissed. On Sunday, yeah. yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm going to be mad if they don't win the game. And then two hours later, I'm going to be like, yeah, well, I just saw Marvin Harrison Jr. towards Minnesota yeah. for like 300 yards and five touchdowns. So yeah. maybe that's not all bad. That, that's what I was going to ask too. So say they lose, you get whatever. We're just going to say in your dream world, who do you want the Packers to then draft? I would I would love if they get Marvin Harrison Jr., but I I also am totally fine with if they get Keon Coleman, who I don't think is that much worse. And if you're in range to get Keon Coleman, it at least means that you've looked decent down the stretch. Because again, like yeah, if you're gonna get Marvin Harrison Jr., you probably have to have what a top three pick, four maybe, top, top two maybe. I was yeah, I was thinking. yeah, and, and and they're already sitting at six, so they pretty much would have to be actually terrible the rest of the way. I mean, I, I am a diehard Ohio state fan. Um, <laughs> yeah. I will, I'll pause. I'll let everyone finish in their cars, vomiting and to hear the rest of what I'm going to say. I don't even Three, pay attention two, to one. college football that much. <laughs> and I cannot stand the Ohio state Buckeyes cannot state that or cannot stand them. I am a, um, I've attached myself to the ducks because I really dig the mascot. I think he's a good time. I would love to party with the ducks mascot. Um, but continue. Tell us about your um, douchey team. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. My my wife hates it just as much. Um, <laughs> uh, I have told my wife now several times in detail some of the unspeakable things I would promise any sort of uh, upper being, higher intelligence, whatever if they could guarantee that the green Bay Packers got Marvin Harrison jr. Um, <laughs> it's really hard for me to think of anything else. And I don't know. I, I know that this team will probably end up drafting like fourth or fifth or sixth and get make one of the top tackles in the draft. And I totally get that, but like I am selfish and I live like 15 minutes North of Detroit. So I'm, I'm obviously going to be at the draft this year and I just it would just make me so happy to be there in Detroit and watch the Packers 
re- reclaim some of the glory from this year and draft the an all-star future Hall of Fame wide receiver, Marvin Harrison Jr. And I just – I really – I would really, really like that. Buddha, Allah, Jesus, Vishnu, <laughs> uh, Zenu, Spaghetti Monster, whatever. I'm putting I mean, all of the vibes like your out. child, like talking to Santa, and you're like, I'm going to be so <laughs> I will be so good. I will do all the dishes every night, I swear. I, I think I'll do it. Um, and I was just going to say, you know, to kind of on that Myron Harrison Jr. Uh, track – so in the last game, like if you think of what the offense could be with him and then it seems like Jaden Reed is easily the Packers best receiver at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, they are just, it seems like things are so much more dynamic with the offense when they're making it a focal point to get him the ball, which also it opened things up for Luke Musgrave last week. He had another good game. Um, so I, I do think that particularly on Sunday, this is, one of those things where I could actually see it being a shootout because they have looked good on offense two weeks in a row. They clearly are building on some stuff. Um, and I think you're going to, I I think you have to win this in a shootout almost because you had last week, you know, they didn't make the Steelers beat them by Kenny Pickett throwing the ball by any, it's like he, he barely had to because they rushed for over 200 yards. If they have that similar kind of rush performance or even close against a Justin Herbert this week, I mean, they're going to get run out of their own building. So again, like this is a, this is a defense game, right? If you, if they look anywhere competent, I think you, you'd be impressed by it, but we don't have that kind of, I mean, what reason do we have coming off of that game to think that that's going to happen? Um, Fun fact, the Chargers won the last matchup against the Packers in 2019. They have not won at Lambeau, though, since 1984. So you're saying there's a chance. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the last last game we played there, that was was one of the classic Matt LaFleur West Coast. That game, (laughs) yeah, that was, are you talking about the last, oh, the, uh, you're talking about 2019, that loss? Yeah, yeah. It was just like they didn't look like they wanted to be there at all from yeah. the first. From like that was like, I, if I remember right, I'm trying to like think back on it. That was like the first game from the Matt Lafleur era where we were like, oh, yeah, what? Like, like what the hell was that? That's how bad it like because it it had been like, you know, like we're riding high, like this is great, like things things are chugging along, like they're gonna get it figured out, and then that happened. And it was like, oh, okay. So now we've seen what the lowest point of what this team looks like under the regime. And we've seen it several times since then in very key moments uh, at times. But yeah, that was that one stuck out to me. That, that 2019 Chargers game will always stick out to me. So I, I'm not going to lie. When I'm in the middle of Packer season, I don't always eat the best. It's by far my busiest time of year. I don't have a ton of time to make healthy meals. And because of that, I end up eating a lot of unhealthy foods. And when I'm not eating healthy, my digestive system doesn't always feel the best. And I end up feeling less focused, more stressed. And it just feels like my immune system is fighting with an arm behind its back. That's why I tried AG1. I was tired of being tired and I was tired of being unfocused and I needed to kickstart my immune system and increase my energy. 
And when I started drinking AG1 daily, I could feel the difference in my digestive health and my daily energy. That's because AG1 is a foundational nutritional supplement that supports your body's universal needs like gut optimization, stress management, and immune support. Since 2010, AG1 has led the future of foundational nutrition, continuously refining their formula to create a smarter, better way to elevate your baseline health. Not only did I replace my multivitamin with AG1, but I love that every scoop includes probiotics for gut support, B vitamins for energy, and zinc to help support my immune health. And that's why Packaday is proud to be sponsored by AG1. AG1 is the supplement that I trust to provide the support my body needs daily. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash packaday. That's drinkag1.com slash packaday. Check it out. Cue the dramatic music. We have a public service announcement. It's not a bird. It's not a plane. It's the most revolutionary ball trimmer the world has ever seen. Gentlemen, our friends over at Manscaped have been working night and day to bring you a below-the-waist grooming experience like none other with their brand new performance package 5.0 Ultra. Featuring the Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra, we're talking about a next-generation trimmer with interchangeable blade heads for whatever shave your mind can imagine. Upgrade your grooming game to the Ultrasphere this year by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with code PACKADAY. High-tech for low places, Manscaped. Personally, Manscaped is my go-to for all of my grooming needs. Manscaped has some crazy technology that helps prevent nicks, cuts, snags, and tugs in all those ultra-sensitive places. I also personally recommend the Crop Soother Aftershave Lotion that just makes the entire experience so much better. In an area that you have to have trust, I trust Manscaped, and you should too. Right now, you can get 20% off plus free shipping with the code PACKADAY at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with code PACKADAY at manscaped.com. I can promise you've never seen a ball trimmer look like a spaceship, so get yours today from our folks over at Manscaped. Hey there. I'm sure you've heard a ton about daily fantasy sports, but I'm here to tell you that you've never experienced anything quite like prize picks. With basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League, a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, LeBron James plus Travis Kelsey at a 10.5 combo of three points made plus receptions. Even more fun yet? Do you want to play alongside some of Prize Picks' favorite players like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz? You can now find community plays under the promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the prize picks community each week. I've had so much fun making prize picks a part of my daily fantasy sports routine. They cover all of my favorite sports, have a ton of variety and different options to choose from, and the player choices are immense. I even had a fun J.K. Scott selection the other day for the Chargers game. I recently had a big win on Saturday morning in a London game, and it just made the viewing experience so much more enjoyable. It's fun, it's exciting, it's easy, and there's a level of creativity and uniqueness about it that I really, really enjoy. So go to prizepicks.com slash packaday and use code packaday for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash packaday using code packaday for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. I had, um, Shannon, you'll remember from last week. So I was saying one of the things I was most worried about was just the coaching matchup because like Mike Tomlin, stellar coach. This is a game where... 
I think the coaching matchup is way more even. Like Brandon Staley is not good, and his a lot of Charger fans want him gone. So if you know that saying Chargers are going to Charger, this seems like you're always you always have a chance because they could make a dumb decision in this game. Um, This was my favorite fun fact I found because it's so Wisconsin. This is the only home game during hunting season, which continues (laughs) through November 26th. The Packers play in Detroit on Thanksgiving Day. So if I can put my plug out there, if you want to listen to the game, you can listen to it on our free iHeartRadio app. If you're within like 50 miles of a station. So what you're saying is tickets, tickets should be at an all time low. Well, and <laughs> so, so it's the it's a hunting season game, and it's a gold? gold package game. Oh, God help us! Yeah. But oh, lucky but for it's us, a West Coast team, and the Chargers. Yeah, the Chargers don't have any fans. <laughs> like, I'm not worried about Charger fans taking over Lambeau Field. By I, that was going to be one of my fun questions today. Is <clears throat> have you ever met a Chargers fan? And is there a team that you're like, I have never. Like, are there fans of that team out there? Because to me, the Chargers are probably number one where I'm like, are there fans? And like the Rams, I feel like I'm like, are there actually fans? Yeah, I mean, both the L.A. teams now, because there's there's a million other things to do in L.A. So no one's yeah. there to watch the not watch a football game. I, I have met a Rams fan in the wild, but I <laughs> I really don't think I have ever met a Charger fan that I didn't already know, like from the Internet somewhere. But just running into somebody at the bar on a Sunday, hey, what team are you rooting for? Oh, I'm rooting for the Chargers. No, that never happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever ran into the one. Of, I, I, do, I do have a friend that um, grew up a diehard uh, Cleveland Browns fan, and uh, when the team signed a certain quarterback recently, he renounced Ooh. his fandom and uh, decided to go with the Chargers. The Chargers are like this weird, like anytime when I was a kid, like I'd play, like if I played Madden and like you're playing with your family and it's like, you know, you, you can't pick Packers because we'll both pick the Packers if we right. let rules stand. Um, the Chargers were the team I always picked. I just loved like, I don't know, it's something about the color scheme and the name of the Chargers. Uniforms are cool. They have a good logo. Cool. And and that was like, when I was growing up, it was like Phillip Rivers, and Phillip Rivers just seemed like such a badass quarterback, and they had... He was um, unhinged. That's why I loved him. He absolutely. absolutely unhinged. And LaDainian Tomlinson, like, it was just such a fun team to watch. I don't know, like, it was, it was like watching a video game sometimes, and they have... You've... Have you guys heard... Are you familiar with the San Diego Superchargers theme song? Yes. Yes. Okay. No. Wait. You've never. Oh man. So this is. I'm pretty sure this comes back from like the 70s or whenever. Like I think it was like from when the the Chargers first got formed. Yeah, it's and it's at least like early 80s, but yeah, it, it gets it like it, it's got a it's got a real like um, it's got a real like Earth Wind and Fire vibe to it, kind of. Um, and it's like it's like one of those like. It's like team songs that like everybody made. And if you like, if you're listening right now, stop what you're doing, pause for a second <laughs> on YouTube and search the video. Uh, but it, it's like a, it's like a bump, 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 like this like little disco thing. It's like San Diego, Superchargers, San Diego, <laughs> Chargers. And it just keeps, it's, it's such a banger. And it's like stereotypical, like, you know, the Miami Dolphins had one. The it's the Super Bowl shuffle thing. Like yep. it's, oh God, yeah, it's, it. 
it's just part of its era, and I love it. I nothing, just, nothing beats the, the nothing beats the old G Four song though, guys. Come on, that was oh. <laughs> with the G Four song. Yeah, remember the remember, remember when the Packers had the had the G Force? Hold on, that's the th- Shanna. Were are you were you like I don't want to I don't want to insult you. Were you cognizant of like the Packer fandom around? Like what was that like? It was like it, right before the right after the Super Bowl. Yeah, it was 2012, 2013-ish. Whole G-Force initiative. Yeah, I was still in New team. York, so like I was okay. in attention, but like I don't know. I don't know anything about this. Do you, are we legally allowed to play it? Like, because I have it on my phone. It's it, it's like it's this it's this like it's like this like rock anthem, and it's like yeah. Well, they, the they, would play it, they would play it during games. Oh, wait, I do know that. Game until you go horse, let him feel. Yes. <laughs> My fiance has played it for me. Yes, I asked uh, what that is now. I did not. I was like, "What is that?" I'm like, "Is that something for Wayne?" Because I know he's a big Packer fan. It, it did not. Did. It did not it catch on successfully. So yeah. hard. They it tried was it. Bad. So they tried to push it so bad, so bad it caught on so poorly that if you for a while there, I remember if you searched G Force on YouTube, it would only like the first ten results were like that superhero hamster movie. Yeah. <laughs> Like it literally, like had to like scroll down. I'm like, not that G Force, the real one. <laughs> oh my god, no! See the Bills, we have the shout song, and people hate it that aren't Bills fans because it is very annoying, and I don't care. Wait, wait what's the shout? Is it just? It's like the shout. It's like, like shout, but it goes. Eh, okay. It goes. Yeah. The oh, okay. Now they're on the move now, and like, like it's like that, and they play it every time they score. It doesn't matter if it's a safety. It doesn't matter if it's a field goal, touchdown, all the above. If it's any points for the Bills, you hear like, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> people go nuts. Like all Buffalo weddings play the shout song at it. Like it's so. I guess it's better than the G four. Sorry, Packer fans. Probably. <laughs> Um, okay, so what are you guys going to be watching for this weekend? What are you going to be most invested in? Like, what are we what are we looking at at, at on Sunday? Um, I am going to it's, it's, for me. I'm going to look for the exact same things I really wanted to see last game. I want again because I think this is going to have to be a shootout. I want Jordan Love to play really well in this game. Um, the Chargers defense isn't great. I mean, obviously. The lines are good, but you just saw them give up 40 points last week to a team. So um, I definitely think the offense is going to have a chance to move the ball really well. And we got Zach Tom versus, you know, TJ Watt last week. We're going to get, I'm sure, plenty of him against Bosa this week. Um, And again, they'll move him around and everything. But Zach Tom's the one guy on this line right now that you trust one-on-one against, you know, elite edge guys. So um Overall, I want a, from a defensive perspective, I just want them to actually effort at all to stop the run. Just, I mean, just try even a little, like just. Monty's, Monty's bar is so low. He's like, all the love is effort. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just, just try. Like that's. Also, <laughs> especially, you know, just... oh, I was going to say, I know, like, I don't want to see another Josiah DeGuara play either, where he just kind of. <gasps> Stands there for a couple seconds and then pushes the guy into the path of the field goal. So that would also be good to actually block. Last last week we talked about how um, TJ Watt scares me. Like his face scares me. Like he's so intense. That's the same way I feel about Joey Bosa. Like he just, 
is absolutely frightening. He is what nightmares are made of. So I do like watching him and his facial expressions because he is absolutely terrifying. Yeah. Um, didn't they, I was just trying to look it up. Isn't there, didn't they get another like premier pass rusher this season? Who else runs with Joey Bosa? It's not, well, they, have, they still have Khalil, Khalil Mack. Mack. Is it Khalil yeah. Mack? Okay. That's what yeah. I thought. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, he, had, he had six sacks in a game earlier this year. <laughs> <laughs> six. In six in one game. Oh yikes! Um, Dan, the man. What are you going to be looking for this weekend? Yeah i I want to see this team run the ball. Um, you know, I think I think we saw glimpses of like what it could be this past week with AJ Dillon finally getting back on the right track. I think he ended up kind of you could say AJ Dillon's production kind of saved this offense a little bit because yeah. Aaron Jones. I, I had just had it up. It's like he ran – I think he had 13, 13 carries for 35 yards. Yeah, um, it was a bad – it was a bad game It was game a for bad Aaron game Jones. for Aaron Jones. It just – like it, it was the, – the, the opportunities were just not as there or he wasn't making as much of it as he probably could. And A.J. Dillon kind of run like – Oh, outkicked his coverage a little bit. Like he played way over his skis than I think he normally would have, and that kind of saved uh, th- this offense. Kept them in rhythm, kept them on time, and you know they only ran the ball about I think it's 15, 15 times, or um, I'm sorry, twenty five times, twenty five times to Jordan Love's forty passes. So they had Jordan Love throwing the ball forty times. Yeah, that's not something you want out of a young quarterback like that especially with wide receivers and pass catchers that are all still trying to really get fully 100 percent in rhythm in in cahoots with with the way jordan plays the offense if you can run the ball really establish the run not just get you know gashing plays with aj dillon big chunk plays like really establish that aaron jones is a threat in the running game and you have to account for now, is it a run or a pass with Aaron Jones? And the def- or the offensive line is getting the push. You're negating the pass rush of Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa. That is that is this offense working at full strength, at, at full capacity. Because then that will just naturally open up things over the top. It will make things even a little bit easier for guys like Christian Watson and Dobbs and Reed. That's, that's, that's when this offense is humming. And so, yeah, if you're going to go up against an offense like the Chargers, who we've already kind of said, I'm not holding out a lot of hope for what Joe Barry's defense can do against them. You're in for a shootout. You need to be able to do everything, and that includes, with a bullet point, number one, Aaron Jones needs to be running the ball at a very efficient pace. Um, And, I mean, he really, outside of week one, hasn't done that. He didn't get the opportunity. He hasn't had the opportunity to do it. He hasn't, you know, made the most of some of the chances. We need to see it this week. Okay. Well, I mean, going off of what you just said, what do you guys think are your, what are your score predictions? So I already said, I I think it'll be a shootout. Um, Okay. We're recording this on Wednesday. So I got the injury reports pulled up. Uh, Keenan Allen didn't participate, which would be really big. Oh yeah. uh, Considering it doesn't look like Jair is going to play because Packers had a walkthrough but he would be a do not participate if they were out there. Uh, same with Rudy Ford. So you're, you know, you're, and you're again, would be looking at 
two really young corners as your starters in Ballantyne and Ballantyne against a Justin Herbert, who's still going to have Austin Eckler. Um, he's still going to have a Gerald Everett. Uh, you know, they, they, they still have really good weapons outside of Keenan Allen. So um, I think the offense kind of continues this upward tick. They looked good against the Rams, won the game. I would argue looked better against the Steelers, but lost the game. Um, so I'm going to say, I, I said that you need at least 25 to win. So I'm going to say 28-21 Packers. So not necessarily a, you know, a shootout like we saw with the Chargers and the Lions, but I'm going to. You're picking the Packers to win though? Yeah, I'm going to pick the Packers to win this one, I think. It's very nice. Um, Dan, what do you think? Monty, I need blink twice if someone is, <laughs> is holding your family hostage. Or they, is everybody okay? <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I don't see a way. That I'm not laughing at you, Monty. I'm laughing at Dan's reaction right now because his eyes got so big when you said like pack like twenty. You know, I'm pack. solely I'm solely doing it based on the fact that I think the offense. Again, like they've been building, so maybe all those tiny little mistakes that would have led to those to those points being scored the last couple of weeks. They're back at home. They're at Lambeau again. You know, like the the weather should certainly not be LA friendly. Even okay. though I doubt it's going to be freezing, but um, thirty five twenty four, the Chargers okay win. The Packers crest over the twenty point mark for the first time since week two uh but still lose the game um and i think it it might even be a situation where 35 24 looks closer on paper than it does they get like a garbage time touchdown yeah like a garbage time touchdown or you know something at the end like i don't necessarily think it's i think it's going to be a shootout in terms of there's a lot of points scored but it feels like this i just haven't seen this team come out and play like gas to the floor like right off the bat and so i'm worried that this chargers team jumps out to an early lead and the packers are always kind of chasing points throughout the game um and they just can never really catch up and and get ahead of it so yeah i'm gonna i'll say i'll say it's 35 24 chargers I'm going to kind of like split and have it a little bit closer, but I do think the Packers are not going to lose. I mean, not going to win, excuse me. I think it's going to be 27-21 and the Packers are going to lose again. And I hate to do it, but I mean, that's still pretty still pretty close. Still yeah, close. well, that's the that's basically the same margin that I just gave. Yeah. But you right? said the so, split. Yeah, I just said the, I just said going the other way. Um yeah. I I do think it's probably more realistic that the chargers are the team to get to 30, um, which is yeah. why I didn't have either team scoring 30 because again, we did see Matt LaFleur this week seem kind of pissed off, right? Every, he came for everyone making fun of them for having two down linemen on the, you know, on, in, on the goal line or whatever. I, I kind of feel like we're getting closer to him kind of just being like, I'm just going to say F it. And we're going to go out there and they are going to throw it all around the yard. And, I hope that they get, you know, a lot, just a little bit better production, especially out of like the pass rush, because if the defense can actually go out there and do their part at all in this game, um, I think you're going to, 
this, this offense is better playing from ahead. And I think that's when Matt LaFleur shows he's a little bit more creative and he doesn't abandon the run as fast when they are playing with the lead. Yeah, it, it's it, he just feels comfortable. I feel like he's a little bit more free. He doesn't and when he gets behind, it feels like, you know, things clam up. Starts. I don't want to say he panics, but like that's what it feels like. Is it feels like they get away from everything that's working, and um, and you just you can't have that. And yeah, I if this defense if this ends up in a game like that, like twenty seven twenty one or something, uh, that is that is amazing for me, and I will be I will be really happy with that because a it means the Packers scored three touchdowns, um, <laughs> hopefully, <Nah>. and <laughs> and. And the fact that if you can hold the Chargers to less than four touchdowns, because that's you know, I, I know that I know it's, it feels like we're kind of like, you know, like uh, what does that really mean? But like this is a really good offense, and if you can keep them out of the end zone a couple of times and hold them to field goals, like like that's an offense where if they have five drives where they're getting within that forty yard range, the the green zone. Of of being within scoring points, and you keep them out of the end zone, three uh, two out of five times. Like that's a really good yeah, that's pace. a win, and that and that should be and that and that's what you want out of a defense is to give your offense the chance to go out and get hot and beat the other team. And so if that defense is starting to do that, and the offense is starting to make incremental uh, increases, then I actually start to feel a little bit better going into Thanksgiving against the Lions. There you go. Okay. That's our episode. Thank you, Dan, again, for filling in last of minute. Course. We appreciate you, buddy. Um, how can people find you on the socials? Uh, the biggest place is um, Twitter or X, whatever it's called, at uh, DK all the way. Um, yeah, that's where I have all of my all of my stuff. If you're interested, uh, when obviously people will hear this for this week, but next week and moving forward, Wednesdays, 830 Eastern, 730 Central on Lombardi's Bar on the Game on Wisconsin YouTube channel. Yeah, I've been on there before. It's so much yeah. fun. You guys are awesome. Um, Monty, your socials? Uh, you can find me on Twitter. I am at Ferd Turgeson, F-E-R-D underscore U-R-G-E-S-O-N. And you can also find me on Game on Wisconsin Network on Fridays uh, doing a show called Last Call Lambo. Look at you guys. You make me proud. Um <laughs> Oh, hey, it's Shanna on everything or Shanna Quinn, um, depending on what platform you're looking at. And um, then I do the halftime and the post game reports for the Green Bay Packers radio network. So again, if you are going to be in a tree hunting this weekend, you can uh, listen on our free iHeartRadio app. And of course, go pack, go. Go pack, go. Go pack. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. 
Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.